no better way to get better at football than playing football. So, like, you know. Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Ryan, end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it! Oh, what a Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast, part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. Yo, 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 what up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're on YouTube, please ring that bell with the subscribe button. Don't forget to give us a like and comment below throughout the video with your thoughts. Uh, we love seeing you guys interact with us. Uh, it's the best way to support us, and it's completely free. F-R-E-E. Look, last episode woo, generated much discourse, Jamal. Oh, yeah. Our three-year proposal didn't go over so well. You know, commenters, they they turned down that one. <laughs> uh, but I they turned it down because they said Lamar Jackson already turned down the three-year guaranteed deal. So my question for everyone was, you know, was it part of a larger deal with non-guaranteed parts? Does he still want to be in Baltimore? Like these are questions we don't have answers to. Also, someone said we were trying to save the owners money. Uh, that that's not the case either. Um, I I believe the players should they should be paid what they're worth. But what 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 are they actually worth? That's subjective. You know, everyone's got their other, you know opinion about that. We have to look at it from all angles, including the perspective of the Colts front office. You know, what makes sense for them to sign Lamar Jackson to this much amount of money. <clears throat> But keep the comments rolling, guys. Uh, Colts Nation uh, and other observers, I, I love to hear what you guys have to say. But Twitter, Twitter went crazy with our last mm. post. The the Will Levis versus AR-15. Oh, man. Twitter can be so good. It can also be a cesspool of arrogant airheads. Um, and I, I don't mean that to most of Colts Nation. I, I don't even know who it is, but I mean, we're getting called idiots and stuff like that just because we put up a potential scenario. Ridiculous. Someone can, yeah, someone can trade up for the number three pick uh, with the Cardinals to get a certain QB. So I, I don't know how we're idiots just for saying that that's a possible scenario. I don't think that's idiotic. I just think there's some bad apples out there that, you know, they, they see it's tunnel vision. They see one thing. If they don't see that, they're they're mad about it. I, I like to be open minded, um, but I don't I don't really appreciate getting <laughs> getting flamed at over 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 a tweet. So um, let me stop rambling, Jamal. Let's, <laughs> let's get right into it. Let's get it. Uh, let's talk depth, specifically cornerback depth. You know, the Indianapolis Colts they traded away Stephon Gilmore to the Dallas Cowboys for a compens- uh, compensatory fifth round draft pick. Told y'all a year ago that he was going to be the most impactful player for the Colts. And I I will argue that and say he was because people were telling me Matt Ryan was. I get it. Quarterback's really important, uh, except he didn't pan out to be the Matt Ryan we traded for. So I think Stephon Gilmore was the most impactful player. You guys let let me know below in the comments. Am I right or wrong about that? I, I feel like he like he won has he won game single handedly. Last play, you know, we're generating six points a game on offense, and we are six or nine points on offense, and he comes up with amazing, amazing plays on the last play. I don't know. Las Vegas Raiders, they signed Brandon Faison. 
no matter what you think, guys, about his ability to play corner, that that's another cornerback off the depth chart. You know, all of a sudden, cornerback is a serious position of need. All of a sudden, you know, probably right behind quarterback. And today, we we have not signed a cornerback on free agency. Um, who did we sign recently? It was just Isaiah McKenzie this week, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, Isaiah McKenzie comes in, adds adds some wide receiver depth. You know, replaces probably the Paris Campbell like position. So we got our slot receiver. Um, I would say it's probably a, a slight bit of a downgrade, but we'll see. You know. Um, but anyways, back to cornerbacks. That leaves us with Isaiah Rogers, Dallas Flowers, and Kenny Moore presumably starting if we have a nickelback also out there. Here are the players behind them. Tony Brown, Darrell Baker Jr., David Vereen, and Kevin Tolliver II. Look, man, I'm not, yeah, not going to sugarcoat this. We're going to have Jones to say, Who? <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to do something here yeah i mm-hmm. i i don't know i i know who tony brown is yeah for sure i know who the other three are because i looked them up but look we got a draft or at a cornerback in free agency so today let's let's talk about some potential targets the colts can look at to bolster that cornerback core jamal who should we start with hmm that's a great question um you know I guess before we start off with that, I just, I just want to bring it to everyone's attention. You know, Chris Ballard, guys, you got to understand, Chris Ballard, he he loves that defensive spot. And any, anybody who's listening, they know how much I, I blabber on about how I prefer the offensive side of the ball to be taken care of. And Eric always goes in on me because, you know, we, we know what Ballard wants. Ballard wants to have those defensive players. Um, so when I would, take a look, go would ahead. Would it be crazy? <laughs> hey. Yo, hold on. Let's talk about it. Hold on. Let's talk about it. Fourth overall pick. Would it be crazy? Not even to just trade up. Well, let's talk about it. What if we trade up to number three pick and, and acquired Will Anderson? Mm. Like, that's a possibility, right? With Chris Ballard's track record? It is. It very well is. We know how he rolls. It's it, and 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 I think when I say this next part is gonna kind of put put that in right into perspective for you, Eric. Because over the last nine years, nine years, so including his time with us and um the Chiefs, Ballard has drafted 12 cornerbacks. Six of those, Ooh. six of those were in the first two days of the draft. So he ain't afraid to to draft these guys early. Um, and, and, you know, for what it's worth, he skipped that position in 2018, 2021, and in 2022. So he hasn't really drafted a cornerback really, uh, what is three out of five years or three out of seven years or whatever. Um, and obviously we know he wasn't going to draft anybody this past year because we picked up Stefan Gilmore. Um, that, that right there tells me that I know he has something in his back pocket. Like you said, Eric, I wouldn't put it past him to even entertain Something like trading, you know, trade back with that pick or even picking up someone. This, I mean, Chris Ballard, he he, he can do it. He can do it. Um, and we got some cornerbacks I want to talk about within the draft. But I guess before we talk about that, Eric, you want to you want to talk about a free agent, a name that's pretty familiar to the Colts? Who, who might that be? Guy by the name of Rock Yassin. Rock Yassin. Yeah. Ah, uh, we could look. It, it makes sense, right? For agency, why not a former Colt? 
second round pick, just like you were saying. I mean, we just drafted him, what, 2019? 2019, yeah. 2019. Yeah, Rocky scene. We traded uh, Yassin for Yannick Ngakwe. Needed that pass rush help. Felt it was more valuable uh, last year. He's only 26, and I believe he's one of the better veteran free agent options available. Um, something we desperately need at, at the cornerback position. I think he would instantly be slotted in uh, as the the starter mm-hmm. to kind of take over Stefan Gilmore's role uh, on the outside. Uh, now, he ain't no Stefan Gilmore. No. I'm going to tell you all that right now. At least historically, his, his numbers and his play is, is nothing comparable to Stefan Gilmore. So it's hard to be as good as Gilly Lock, I'll be honest. Uh, he also hasn't been too healthy. He's missed 13 games over the last three seasons. Most recently, it was with a knee injury that sidelined him. That's about a quarter of the available games of those three seasons. So, you know, if anything, a perfect deal probably would be a short-term deal. Uh, See if he's more than just a fringe starter and see if he can stay healthy. Uh, Basically, a one-year deal, prove-it deal. I I think it would be beneficial for both sides. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the injuries of this, you already know, it scares the crap out of me. I, I prefer to not even entertain it, to be honest with you, um, just because I understand, you know, how, how that goes. And a one-year deal, I just said on the last episode that I really, or maybe the episode before that, I'm not really a big fan of these one-year deals just because I want people to have a chance to prove themselves. He's already been on the roster. We, we know what he brings to the table. So, like you said, give him a year to prove himself, especially after coming off these injuries. We got to we gotta make sure that you are able to perform at that level and step in. Um, so, you know, would I be opposed to it? No, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him back for a year, but it's not something where I'm jumping out of my seat saying, we got to get Rock back. We, we got to get him back. No, I personally want to move forward into the draft um, because I think that there are some good prospects out there. And I know you just mentioned Gilly Lock. What school did he go to? University of South Carolina? Gamecocks? That ring a bell? Got got a couple of good cornerbacks out there. So I personally, Eric, want to start off with talking about one by the name of Darius Rush, cornerback, South Carolina. Talking about a guy who's 6'2", 198 pounds, 33-inch arms. I mean, 4'3", 6'40", 35-inch vertical jump. He's a former wide receiver who switched over to the cornerback uh, while he was at USC. I I think he's a great fit for for this cover three defense. I mean, he he can he can handle that zone. I've been watching some film over him. I really like how he focuses on the receiver, keeps his eyes on the receiver and, and, and mirrors them the entire time. Then at the last second, he'll turn his head around to make a play on the ball. So he's not trying to jump the ball every single play. He's riding it out with the receiver as they go downfield. And once he notices, I'm sure once he's looking at their eyes or notice their hips start to move, that's when he makes his he makes his chance. So he's not going to get burned off the ball like that. First, he ain't going to get burned with that four three speed because he can catch up. Clearly, he's explosive, but he's not going to get burned off the ball when you're keeping an eye on your receiver, what's going on, and you make adjustments based off of what the receiver does and not what the quarterback is doing. A guy who has seventy four tackles, four tackles for a loss, one sack, forced fumble. 18 pass defended uh, and three interceptions while at Carolina. I mean, I watching film on him. I like what I've seen in him. And, and I think it's a great value pick, especially if we're looking at somebody in that second round. I mean, I think if he's there, I, I wouldn't mind jumping the gun on him. Yeah, I think he'll be there past the second round even. So we, we can look at third, maybe even fourth. I don't know. He had a really good combine day. So, and, and just, before that, uh, he, he was doing well in interviews and stuff like that. He he kind of shot up the draft board. Um, 
because I I thought he was he wasn't even on the radar, but he he's been doing very well in the past few months, and and he's shot up. So I'm excited to see. Yeah, maybe we can we can get some you know athleticism. Um, he he's got the length. It, it it's looking good for Rush. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I would bet that he goes into. Yeah, I, let, let's go third round. You know, third round. If, yeah. If That's I was a, on DraftKings. Uh huh. If you're on DraftKings betting on that, <laughs> I'll, I'll be curious to see what those are going to look like. But while you while while we wait for those uh, college draft numbers to come out, or excuse me, NFL draft numbers to come out, let's go ahead and take a step back and talk about DraftKings and and this March Madness as it continues on. So the biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just five dollars on any pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odd boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day to see what they have in store. Now, it's been it's been wild in this tournament. I'm not going to lie to you, Eric. We're still seeing some some upsets going on. I, I'd be curious to see. I think Gonzaga plays what uh, UCLA tonight. I'd be curious to see what what Timmy can do, I mean, I feel like he's been in college for the past 25 years, so I'm ready to see him get out of there. But uh, it should be a good game. Um, yeah, I got the Longhorns going all the way in my bracket, so we'll yeah. see. All right. I think I had Houston going all the way in mine. Um, Not a bad pick. Yeah. But go ahead and download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TPPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame money line bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, so look, I'm I'm going to assume Joey Porter Jr., Christian Gonzalez, Devin Witherspoon, even Deontay Banks. I, I think they go first round, um, especially the first three. I think they're all gone. They possess some elite traits, I believe. I, I don't think no one is going to pass on them especially the teams that do need help at that position who want to find a lockdown corner for the future. If one of them somehow slip, you know, we immediately take them in the second. Uh, probably won't happen. So let's look at the second round. Um, there's a lot of good corners in the drafts. If Colts look at a wide receiver at this position, I wouldn't be mad. I know I know a lot of Colts fans want, want a wide receiver in the second round. There's a lot of value wide receivers in the second round. Um, but like you said, Darius Rush, well, let's talk about another South Carolina Gamecock. Let's do it. Cam Smith. He's been falling. You know, he was, I mean, he was like consensus number one corner probably before the season ended. Um, you know, I, he, he was borderline CB1. Has great ball skills, reads QBs and wide receivers very well. He's just, he has the instincts at that position. Like when we, I don't, I don't know if you were watching as much Gamecock football as I was, but like quarterbacks wouldn't throw his way. Like they, they, they schemed it. Like they was like, nah, we, we not playing with Cam Smith today. <laughs> so he, he didn't get as much targets, you know, thrown to him. But when he did, I mean, he shined. So, um, he was just that good. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he, he was like a day one starter, week one starter. Lots of good corners in this draft, but uh, he could potentially slip to the second round, and that would be awesome. Yeah, it would be. Um, 
I, I would love to see him there. I mean, as, again, I mean, someone who he's he's got something to prove now. He's got a little chip on his shoulder since falling, and I'm sure he knows it. He wants to show everybody else. So why not, if you get the opportunity to pick up someone like him, get him and let him do what he does best. I mean, I, I would love to. I There's nothing better than seeing whenever I look at stats for people are these cornerbacks, and I'm like, man, I feel like they, you know, they didn't have too many tackles, they didn't have too many interceptions, whatever the case is. It's because people aren't throwing their way exactly like you said. That's that's a great that's a great stat line to have when we look at or to think about uh, when we see this for these for these cornerbacks. So if Cam slipped through the cracks and he's there for us, I'm I'm all down for it. Got to, and I think another SEC player, Keely Rango. Yo, if he's there, I I like him as well. Uh, former Georgia Bulldog. He, I I think Ballard certainly has to be interested in him. He's super athletic, super physical when he plays. Instincts again, remarkable. You know, he just being able to break down route combinations and and just when you're in that zone coverage is important. So we play a lot of cover three. That Gus Bradley covered three. So zone coverage, you know that. That's something he's going to see all the time if he's on the Colts. So knowing how to respond in zone coverage, I think it would be beneficial. He's going to thrive in the Gus Bradley system. He's a beast in run support, man, and so good at getting off blocks and attacking to make a play. I I really like Ringo. Um, He's also another corner that was, you know, kind of projected first round, but now I don't know if he he may still go late first round, but he might go – second round just because there's some other cornerbacks that have shot up the board uh he's also good in press coverage i really like keely rango like i said there's a lot of good corners in this draft i think like i don't know i i feel like we have to in the second round just with what's happened the circumstances behind gilmore leaving no more facing you know i do you we have isaiah rogers Okay, Dallas Flowers is next up, maybe. I mean, uh, Kenny Moore. <laughs> Ken, got, Kenny Moore don't want to be here. Kenny be Moore, here. yeah, I don't know if Kenny Moore is going to, you know, play on the outside. Like, it, th- there's questions. There's there's a lot of questions at the cornerback position. So, I like Ringo. I like Smith. There's another guy I like, and I know you like him too. Hometown boy. You know how much Colts it? fans love their hometown boys, Julius Brents. Julius out Brents. of Indianapolis. You know Talk how Colts like drafting their their hometown people, the Jack Doyle style guys. Uh yeah, I mean this dude's like a spitting image of 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 Darius. I mean six three, you know, one hundred ninety eight pounds. I mean they're literally the exact same person. And going back to what you were just touching on, Eric, uh, just a second ago, man, this guy is another one. He's a little bigger than Darius. Yeah, I guess he is a little bigger. Some you got to have him listed at six four. Well, and that's I what I was he's looking two hundred now. I was looking on NFL's website because I figured they would have the exact combine measurements. But, you know, yeah, I, I know they can vary from one place to another. But, I mean, this is a big dude. And and you know what I like about him, too, is exactly what you just mentioned a second ago when you're talking about the other guy. Oh, uh, said an aggressive runs supporter. I mean, we need that. We need a guy who can thrive in this zone, but also can come off the ball whenever whenever we got um, a run coming out. We can break down and, and make his way downfield. Uh, I, I like what I see from him. I mean, this guy, while he was at Kansas State, you know, again, I, I like to just throw out numbers just so people can kind of get an idea. 111 tackles, six snap tackles for losses, six interceptions, 10 passes defected, um, and one forced fumble. I mean, this is a guy who's all over the field. He's making plays, watching film on him as well. He's explosive. 
you know, he can break off, he can break off a, a receiver and, and make his way to the backfield as quickly as he can, you know, or he can jump around. I mean, these are things I like to see out of out of all these guys. And, and it's exciting to think about that we have so many options in the draft, especially when we're paper thin, uh, what we have going on right now. So I I think that, you know, there are plenty of guys in here we can't really miss the mark on. We can we can get somebody and develop them and and have them step right in. We don't even really need to look into free agency, I personally feel like. Ooh. It's my take. It's like my take. Okay. I still want to bring Rocky scene back. Um, I thought he was, you know, he, he, he can start. I, we need a starter in there. Um, but yeah, back to Brent's extraordinary size length. You talked about his 34 inch arm length. I mean, that's, that's long. Yeah, that's real long. A lot of corners. They're at like average, probably 32, but yeah, great tackler and good in that run support department. Uh, press coverage shouldn't be an issue for him either. He's so big and strong. I do think, however, he he has one drawback. He I feel like he is going to be scheme dependent, and which is fine. We we do play a lot of zone zone coverage, but like he doesn't have he's not as fast as the other corners we've been talking mm-hmm. about. Um, so I don't I don't think he has that speed. Like if he gets beat vertically, <clears throat> it's, it's over. over. Yeah. I I just don't think he has the speed to 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 stay with. I mean, like. Tyreek Hill. Just imagine that. Um, if if he gets beat by Tyreek, it's over. So um, just because I don't I don't think he has the speed uh to to keep up. But other than that, like I, I feel like we I would be happy to take a chance on him. Um he 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 would be nice in our system. He ah man, he he looks really good. I I hate to say that he might get burnt, you know, sometimes, but <laughs> that's a demise most quarterback uh cornerbacks face so yeah it is it, it's it's so crazy too when you think about it. And, and again i know that the 40 is like you know it's just kind of objective because even though i mean you're running with no pads on all that you're not in a you're not in a situation where someone's cutting routes but when you look at this four five three versus the 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 darius four three six like you said i mean just that two tenths of a second you get a Tyreek Hill with you like that, he can he can shake that's you on the extra, first play. It's over. Yeah, that's an extra yeah. bit of cushion. It's nuts. That's uh, separation. It, it really matters, and it it could be, you know that that split second where you can't get to him, you can't make the tackle, you can't make a play on the ball. It's it really means something. So, yeah. um, but I, I mean, he's not like slow. He's just right, right for. You want your cornerbacks to be fast because they they a lot of times do have to play catch up. So it they they always have to react. It's a really hard position to play. Mm-hmm. They have to react to the wide receiver. To the they have to read the quarterback. It's a tough position to play, and you definitely need some speed and agility. You need that fluidity in those hips to make sure you know you're opened up and can turn at the right time. It it it's I think it's one of the hardest positions to play. To be honest. They get a lot of heat too, you know. <laughs> they get a lot of heat when something goes wrong. But oh yeah, that's, that's we what all remember. We all remember Ashton Doolin, uh, Brandon Trayvon Diggs this year. Yeah, we ain't gonna, we don't want to talk about that. That double move, that's, <laughs> that was crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. That's why I think Ashton Doolin <laughs> could potentially be a starter for us now that Campbell has left. Um, we'll see. You know, he's he's versatile, but like I don't know how he shook Diggs like that. <sighs> That's, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Man. But yeah, that that's the corners we're looking at, guys. Uh there's a couple of them. I think we have to draft someone. 
Um, I also think we should look at free agency. Rocky Seam being the top one probably to look at. Yeah. Just brings some familiarity to to the Colts. And, you know, we we know what he's about. So I, I believe he'd he'd come back to Indianapolis. I, I would think so. I, I would think so. I, I do. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, money makes the world go around, which is why I'm still so leery about about Kenny Moore. I mean, I I just feel like he's he's not really liking it here. Obviously, he wants to get paid more, but I don't think he has much freedom as he did in Everclus's defensive system. Um, so you know, I, I he kind of expressed how he felt about Gus from jump. Um, and I just I don't know. I don't know what to expect from him, especially. I mean, this is technically his time to shine. He he is officially Q or CB one. I mean, he's got to he's got to show up and show out with no Gilmore here. But I don't know if he is going to be up for the task or I mean, he ain't knows. I, I, well, I, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm saying because we don't got nobody. I'm not saying play. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keep my lips tight and shut. Um, you don't want to get you don't want to get definitely nickel back one. I, I he, he plays slot corner. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, he's he's a really good nickelback. I like Kenny Moore. <laughs> Stop, man. <laughs> I like him. Um, we'll see. We'll see if he uh, he 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 may be lined up on the outside this year. I don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I do know we need to add some depth because I like I I, I listed out the 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 backup. You know, like I was looking at these these cornerbacks, uh, the backup cornerback. Like one of them is like a five nine corner out of, out of like Newberry or something. I can't can't do it. <sighs> can't do it. But you're, you look at <laughs> you look at a. I, I'm, being, I'm being honest. Look, that's all. I'm doing. AJ Brown running down. You got five nine dude gonna be able to stop that? I, well, like, it's, just, it's just, tough. I think there is a corner in this draft that is like five nine. Um, he's actually he's probably going to be a later round pick, but uh, I don't know. Kenny Moore's five nine, but Kenny sure. Moore's different, you know. But Kenny sure. Moore also went undrafted, you know. That, that's so true. Like they didn't give him a look because of that. Uh, so I, I don't want to kill him over his height, but you know, we we have to be vigilant. Uh, <laughs> comes to this cornerback up in my opinion oh no <laughs> but we'll see what happens guys uh we kind of rambled on at the end there uh i i really think ballard and the guys will make the right choices but you know, we got we got to bring we got to bring in the focus man cornerback is definitely a position we need right now that's going to be it for us everyone thank you for listening to the close cast we are live on apple podcast spotify youtube and podcast we'll be back next time to give you some more indianapolis cold content i'll take care take care